Good morning. It's Friday, November 18th. Mickey Mouse's birthday. I'm sorry. Did you say Mickey Mouse? I've never heard of him. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I'm familiar with Disney and all of its properties, both intellectual and way too expensive to visit until they reevaluate the Magic Key program and drop that park switching policy. Anyway, it's his birthday today. And the reason that it is his birthday today is because this is the day that in 1928, his first movie, Steamboat Willie, premiered. And now that we've covered history, the news. Impossibly, I still need to talk about the midterms, which, I mean, listen, I love elections. They're magic, stressful, stressful magic, but magic still. But I spent so much time leading up to the election, just like thinking about them, talking about them, not sleeping about them, that I was kind of hoping a week and a half out that we'd be wrapped on this conversation. Um, I see now that I was wrong. So here's where we're at. Katie Porter of the Whiteboard Porters has officially won her house seat. So she will keep her job for another two years and then hopefully forever. Lauren Boebert of the QAnon Boberts will likely head to a recount. Odds are extremely against that recount actually changing the outcome. But with a difference of only 551 votes, it was kind of always headed this way. Actually, that's not true. Her seat being so incredibly close is a shock and a great reminder of how wildly vital every single vote is. On the Senate side, just noting that we currently don't know who will take that Alaskan Senate seat. It'll be a Republican, so we kind of know the math on the Senate, but it will either be incumbent Lisa Murkowski or her Trump-backed opponent. And with almost every other Trump-backed candidate losing, and now that he has announced his 2024 presidential run, even though literally everyone told him not to do it, here are words I never thought I'd say. We're actually hoping for a Murkowski win here. Ugh, that, that did not feel nice to say. That was not fun. Uh, but let's go back to the house for a minute and talk Nancy Pelosi, because in a floor speech on Thursday, she said that she will not be seeking a leadership position in the new Congress. Not only that, but she specifically said, quote, the time has come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. This is a contrast to Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who won re-election for the position this week and said he is, quote, not going anywhere. And yeah, this sort of speaks to like the whole vibe of the Republican Party, the party that is very, very like uncomfortably so into staying in the past, like reverting to the past, now moving past the past. I mean, dude couldn't even find it in his reptilian like chest area plumbing to vote in favor of the Respect for Marriage Act, which will not only codify same sex marriage into law, but also interracial marriage of which he is a part of. Even Supreme Court Justice and historical bad man Clarence Thomas chose not to touch interracial marriages in his opinion on Dobbs. Because as a reminder, in the Dobbs opinion, which was about abortion, he just decided to toss out the idea that like, hey, while we're taking away rights, we should look at things like same-sex marriage and contraceptives in marriage. Like, what are we doing? Let's check those out as well. But notably, he didn't include any cases that would look at interracial marriage. Uh, anyway, that's a long walk to remind you that Justice Thomas is terrible. The point is, Nancy Pelosi will not seek a leadership position with the Democrats when the new Congress does attendance next year. 
I want to mention this one thing so you understand why I'm actually not mentioning this. As a reminder, her husband was brutally attacked by someone that was actually looking for her. He's in for a long recovery, and yes, it's possible that that's part of why she made this choice. A lot of other news organizations are talking about this. Notice that I said other as if I'm a part of that. That was a mistake. A lot of news organizations are talking about this, but the Pelosi family is not. So I'm not going to say that either. Lots of rumors about who this next generation in the house is that Nancy's referring to, but I personally am most intrigued by the objectively young, just like based on vibes, and also if you look at her age, compared to the oldest person that ever lived, she is young based on that, just based on that specifically. Anyway, um, she's a young, non-elected, non-house member podcaster that does a daily news podcast that people clamor for and constantly talk to Nancy Pelosi about. Anyway, I don't know who that is, but uh, would be exciting, right? Oh, also, Arizona gubernatorial loser Carrie Lake is refusing to concede. I'm sure this will be news later, but I don't want to give airtime to election deniers until there's actually news beyond, oh, but, 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 but I want to win. So that's just, uh, we'll see what that turns into. In seems bad news, Elon Musk previously gave Twitter employees a Thursday deadline to choose between quitting their jobs or going, quote, extremely hardcore to make the company a success. Before we continue, I just want to stress, um, while there are other social media networks, there was basically no competition for Twitter. It was an objective success before this dinkus came around. Anyway, I'm recording this on Thursday, so who knows what tomorrow will look like, but a lot of people are quitting at Twitter, so... Workers at more than 100 Starbucks went on strike on Thursday, aka Red Cup Day, the day that Starbucks gives free reusable cups to anyone who orders a holiday drink. This is such a power move for the workers. It is also the largest labor action since the campaign to unionize began last year. In all, at least 257 stores have unionized in that time, with 57 voting not to. Mike Pence, who rioters at the January 6th insurrection chanted that they want to hang, has said he is closing the door on testifying before the January 6th committee. Not going to do it. Not interested. Nothing to say. Man, Mike. Mikey. Like, why? My guy? Like, what is so broken inside of you that this is your move? Tell people what happened. You're not gonna, you're done politically. Just tell people what happened. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of Marcus Mouse for no other reason than to tell you that that's the name of Minnie Mouse's dad. A fact that I learned from Dana while I was on her excellent podcast, Gen D. And if you heard the beginning of this episode and thought, yeah, no, I knew it was Mickey's birthday before I said it. Gen D is where you want to go. I'm proud of apple cider. It's also apple cider day, and that is delightful. And I would love to participate, but um, apple cider is best reserved for cold days, and it's still summer here in Los Angeles, apparently. So please celebrate accordingly if you're able. But more than that, more than I wish it was at least chilly today, and really, is that too much to ask for? Like a slight chill in the air at the end of November? But still, more than... More than I hate climate change, I'm proud of you.